Welcome to the Whence We Came Project Podcast, an archived audio anthology of American lives, both local and legendary, as told by the Americans that live them. My name is John Owen, and I'll be your host. The following is the third in a series of conversations with Rhonda Wary, wife of Naval Captain Tim Wary, whom I interviewed earlier. In this conversation, we discuss Rhonda's senior year in high school as she and Tim started dating, then planning a wedding, and then preparing to be an officer's wife. I hope you enjoy. Well, good evening, Miss Rhonda. Hello. How are you? I'm great. Back in this beautiful piano room again. And I think <laughs> that the last time we were together, um, we had just finished up high school. Okay. Um, we had, I, I know that we brought Tim up a couple of times, your husband Tim, mm-hmm. up a couple of times because you knew the family. Yeah. Did you actually date? Tim in high school, or how, how did that work? How did that? No, it wouldn't have been appropriate to date Tim <laughs> when he was in high school. <laughs> but I mean, when you were in when high I was school. in high school, yeah. we we um, connected uh, before the summer before my senior year. Okay, okay. So that's when he he got smart and saw <laughs> that I was growing up, right. and um, he picked up the phone one day and said, I'm going to be in town and I'd like to get together. And I was like, okay. Outstanding. And he said, but you've got to break up with your boyfriend. Ah. Yeah. So, and? And so we did. It took oh, a little did? bit of time, uh-huh. but it, it, it did. It happened. And we, um, our first date, quote unquote, uh-huh. was his birthday and it was also his going away party <laughs> oh, for the navy for the navy yeah. he was, had been commissioned and he was going to baby swass in san diego so we had a birthday party and um we, what what is that what is baby swass i don't know it's just the term you always said baby surface warfare Basic Surface Warfare Officer Training. Got it. He always called it Baby Swast. Didn't you? <laughs> yes. So he... Um, Where was the party? It was Do you at, remember? It was in Cataract in the, at the um, Sportsman's Club. Oh, so it was a big party. It wasn't just a... Well, I mean, they rented a shelter, you know, and uh-huh. it was probably it was good size. I don't know, 30 people. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he, we went to the, went to the party and he talked about, um, I don't know. We talked about getting married. Really? That yeah. soon? You kind of just yeah. knew. Yeah. And then the next day we, um, I'm trying, no, I can't remember. We must've went to Pickwick that next day. And anyway, he he left like a day or two after that party right. and went to San Diego and I started my senior year then that end of August or whatever. Right. And we didn't see each other till Christmas time. Wow. Mhm. Yeah. And um that was really the first time we ever like presented ourselves as a couple, like, I see. and he came to my family Christmas, and I don't think I went to yours that year. 
Well, you're no, you're his parents. That's right, his parents. Um, that Christmas, it would have been 1983. Um, Tim's dad took a call to a congregation in Minnesota. Okay, a, a dual con- congregation okay. in Minnesota. So they were actually packing up. Okay. To go to Minnesota, I think. I. I'm getting maybe mixed up. But anyway, so he came home at Christmas. His brother Mark had graduated from college. And um, and I was just over the moon. Like, yeah. oh, you know. <laughs> we did a lot of letter writing, a lot of phone calling. You know, well, not a lot of phone calling, but. You think how much that has changed, too, now yeah. with texting and, and yeah. yeah and he was on California time, which was two hours earlier. So he would wait till eleven o'clock California time because it was cheaper, which was, you know, I don't think we called too much. I think it was more weekends, but. And then people don't write letters anymore anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's so funny that mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, so then he, um, I was in high school, and that fall I did a, um, I was in Oklahoma. Was I in Oklahoma? Yes, I was in Oklahoma. That's my senior year of high school. Uh-huh. Um, I was 808 and um, Tim couldn't come for it, but his parents came and watched it. And then he was home at Christmas. And then in January, um, I was that that play was over, and I was still working and doing all my things. And one day I came home from work. And my mom said um, that Tim's mother had called. And she wanted to know if it would be okay if Rhonda could go to California for Dependence Day, for a Dependence Day cruise on the Enterprise. Right. Well, of course, when my mom asked if I wanted to go, I said, no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> he probably could hear me screaming in California, yeah. yes, I, of course I want to go. Of course. So I got to take a week off from school, and Tim, or, uh, Tim's dad and his brother Mark and Mark's girlfriend, were they engaged? Yeah, I think they were engaged. We all flew up to California, and um, uh, I had an uncle that lived in the Bay Area, and his wife picked us up at the airport and kind of took us around because Tim was... Um, on the ship working and everything. And then we all stayed in his apartment with his roommates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That's got to be impressive, though, to yeah. just that, that ship and yeah. that, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was fun. And I, we went under, we, it was in San Francisco Bay. Mm-hmm. So we went under the Golden Gate Bridge. And um, it was really, it was really neat. That's it was so a neat, neat day. And then... <clears throat> I met um, two women who, they were, nobody was married yet, but they were fiancés of Tim's roommates. So I got to know them, and we ended up becoming friends, you know, after we all got married and stuff. So, um, you know, God established some roots for me already for when I would live out there after we got married. But So we did the Dependence Day cruise, and Tim was working, and... Um, stressed out with his job, and I was just this seventeen-year-old, you know. And anyway, there was kind of a vibe in the air that 
maybe this is not really going to work, you know, just, Hmm. yeah. So not that it was just, he was at an adult level in a job and I was a high school girl, you know, and just stars in my eyes and thinking, oh, I'm living officer and a gentleman, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, You're a lot better looking than Richard Gere, let me tell you. Well, anyway, um, so he, one of the roommates got married, I think in February, and Tim drove to Idaho for that. And, you know, we were still communicating, but there was just something off. And you hadn't set a date or anything at that time? Um, No. No, 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 because we, um, uh, I came back and started back, you know, going to school, working, all that stuff, and then um, we communicated that spring, and then in May, he was getting ready to deploy. They were going to be deploying, and... um, he was coming home for his last visit before they deployed. Hmm. And both of us, we found out later, had been thinking we would break up. Hmm. And Tim and Brian had planned a a fishing trip up north in Wisconsin. And they were going to be gone a week. And uh, um, I don't know when I thought I was going to break up with him, and I don't know when he was going to break up with me, but... Um, Dee Dee's mother, prior to them leading, leaving, Brian's wife had a heart attack. Oh. And um, she recovered, and, you know, she was in the hospital, but they felt she was okay. And Dee Dee said, Just go, you guys go, we're fine, everything will be okay. So Tim and Brian took off and went to, were on their way, and I don't know, did you get up there halfway? You about halfway up and they stopped and Brian called to see how Joyce was doing and Joyce had died. Oh my lord. So then they turned around. Right. Well then D- Brian was, you know, taking care of Dee Dee and you know all of that stuff and Tim really had nothing to do, so he um started hanging out with his high school girlfriend who had awards banquets to go to and <laughs> <laughs> graduation parties (laughs) (laughs) and then it was just like the spark lit again and like okay and that's when we started talking about marriage ah Mm -hmm. and uh and then he then he left on deployment how long was that going to be the deployment Mm -hmm. uh seven months oh wow Mm -hmm. and at that point in time uh could you communicate from letters? So they just import every once in a while. How do they do that? They fly the, they fly the mail out to the ships. Ah, okay. You know, mm-hmm. they, the, which is nice being on the aircraft carrier because we always got the mail first, and then we distributed to the smaller ships. Oh, I see. Okay. Anytime you came into port, they'd have our mail waiting for us there. You know, and then if you went into port, you could make phone calls, but you had to hope. Yeah. Whoever you're calling is going to be home at that minute because this is pre-cell phone, pre-cell phone. It, which right. she wasn't home. 
I waited and waited and waited and waited and waited and knew he was going to call and waited and waited and waited and finally was like I don't think he's going to call and so I left and he called he called from from Hong Kong oh wow yeah we didn't have many stops on that deployment there was stuff going on right we only had a few stops so you number your letters so you knew which order they came in you know and Oh wow! You didn't yeah. Want to read them out of order. No, right. no, that was bad. That was bad to read things out of order. How often did you write? Oh, every day, almost every oh, wow. day. I still have the letters. That's so, so cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure at least three times a week we we wrote. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. So he then <clears throat> deploys, and um, we had talked about getting married and when we would do it and. All of that stuff, and um, this was then probably June. Okay. And their first stop was Hawaii because it was going to be a Westpac cruise, and um, they stopped in Hawaii. And unbeknownst to me, he had talked to, I don't know, his mother or his brother, but in the meantime, Mark and Cheryl had gotten engaged. If they hadn't been already, they were engaged. And they had set their date for March 23rd of 1985. So, um, at first we had talked like a June wedding, you know, that following year. But, um, again, unbeknownst to me, because they were a farmer family, dairy farmer family, and all of Tim's mother's side would be crossing the state to come to the wedding. Um, hey, maybe we should think about doing a double wedding so people can come to both. And um, so this was talked about, I don't know, it was you and your mom and Mark and... Well, yeah, I mean, it was just a, well, maybe we should think, or something like that. It wasn't a, hey, we're going to do this. Right. Right, just a conversation, really. This was a conversation that I wasn't privy to. Right. But Cheryl was. So Tim was in Hawaii, and then their next step was the Philippines. Well, between Hawaii and Philippines, Cheryl calls Ron and says, Oh, what do you think? Should we do a double wedding? Oh, it could be so fun. I think it would be awesome. Oh, it would be so much fun. I'm like, I'm in. Yes, yes, let's do it. Let's do it. So by the time he gets to the Philippines, and the wedding's planned. <laughs> That's great. He hadn't even proposed. He hadn't even proposed. He hadn't talked to her dad. He hadn't done anything. That's great. So when he gets to the Philippines and it's planned, then he's like, well... He writes me a letter and it like, will you marry me, you know, when he wrote to my parents and, you know, um, and so then that it was cool. just, my summer was filled with dreams of a wedding. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was working, still working at the nursing home. And then um, I knew I was going to get married and then move out to California, you know, because he was deployed till December, and then in March we would he get He was married. stationed where? He in? was stationed in Alameda, California. Okay, Alameda, mm-hmm. okay. And uh, I wanted to just start working full-time at the nursing home, and I could have. But um, my mom and dad insisted I go to college, and I did not want to go to college. And I really didn't want to go even had I not been getting married. I just wasn't anything that really attracted me I didn't I had um, 
uh, I didn't have a lot of confidence in school. I mean, I was a good student, but it 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 wasn't what I wanted to do. Right. And that's part of my story later. But um, but Tim took my parents' side and said, "Go to school." You know. So I went for. I started that fall and went to UW Eau Claire for a semester and lived in the dorm and really didn't like it. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I made a couple good friends, but it just, you know, I was just killing time, really. And I took much too hard of a schedule, you know. Just, I don't, I think I had like 15 or 18 hours. It was mm. just dumb. Just dumb. But, you know, I looked for those letters to come, and they got me through. And then Tim um, uh, got back from deployment, and he flew me out to California. So that's the first time we had seen each other since May. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then we went ring shopping, and <laughs> he had been, you know, that planning on how much to spend on a ring, and there was some formula for your pay equal to the side, right. blah, blah, blah. And I was not a jewelry girl whatsoever. I didn't wear rings i was not flashy in jewelry at all and this is only 18 and uh we go to a jewelry store in in a mall out there and i pick out this teeny tiny marquee cut barely can see the diamond and he's like are you sure yeah i I like it you know and i try on bigger solitaires i'm like oh no that's just too big for me you know (laughs) and i had I have small hands, but they were much smaller then. And and he's like, okay, if you're sure. And, you know, my when my dad saw it, he, where is it? Oh, ouch. <laughs> but anyway, he, we got the ring and then he kept it. I couldn't have it at the, at that moment in the mall in front of everybody. Um, so we spent a couple weeks together and went camping in Yellowstone, uh, not Yellowstone, Yosemite, Yosemite. Oh, wow. He had a pickup truck with a topper on it. It was so cold. It was so cold. And uh, and then it, we were sitting by the fire one night, and he pulled it out and gave it to me. Nice. That was our story. That is great. Mm-hmm. So, so how soon after was the wedding then? So the wedding was in March then. But this was this was December of okay, eighty. So yeah, 80, three months. Three or so. and we got mar- or eighty four and we got married in uh, March of eighty five. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So then I could quit school. Ah. Um, and then I went to then I got my full time job. I got at my the nursing jo- home? at the nursing home. Okay. Yep, I went back there and worked full time for you know two and a half months, and um, and that was nice. And you know, um, I did that and planned a wedding, and you know, just waited. So the wedding week comes, <clears throat> and uh, Cheryl and I. Um, and there's a couple things I'm a little bitter about, but I really have let go. But I'm going to bring it up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, when 
I am a bride to be and I'm away from home and I'm in a fairly large city, I'm going to start looking for wedding dresses, Mm -hmm. you know. And so I went on my own before my mother or anybody could come up and go with me. I just went and I knew what style dress I wanted. I I wanted the high collar with the the sleeves and that was the style. Well, Cheryl had picked out, she had already bought her dress and her dress was off the shoulder and satin and really pretty, you know, and it was Cheryl. <clears throat> well, I had my dress picked out and my mom and... Probably Dee Dee, I don't know, one or two people, I don't know. Somebody else came with my mom, and we went wedding dress shopping, and I tried it on, and, you know, this is the one. And she says, well, it's nice, oh. but it doesn't, I don't know if you want the same, I, I don't know if you want a different dress style than Cheryl. I mean, what's it going to look like in the pictures, you know? <laughs> Bless my mom. I mean, I get it. I like right. things to look right. s- symmetrical now, but... Um, so I didn't get that dress. I went oh. for a style that matched more along with Cheryl's and, you know, and it, the pictures do look good, mm. but, um, that's okay. I wanted to get married, <laughs> you know, right. and, uh, I do have a funny story about that dress later, but, um, so we get the dress and, um, the week of the wedding was Tim had, um, Brian had, he flew out. Brian flew out to California and then drove back with Tim because Tim had his truck because we were getting a U-Haul trailer to haul some of my stuff and our wedding gifts and stuff because I was moving out there. Right. Um, So that was a fun week and um, exciting. And we had, I don't know what what we did, but, you know, his mom and dad hosted a, uh, rehearsal dinner at the church and so Mark and Cheryl had four couples and we had four couples so we had a big we had a big group up at the top now huh, wedding parties today you know they have oh. eight couples with one right one uh, bride and groom but Tim's dad married us and um, we had um we didn't okay. we didn't have any little kids um and now was Cheryl from that area Cheryl as well? was from Michigan okay Cheryl so. was from Michigan but her and Mark had met in Yellowstone they had both um went to Yellowstone one summer to work oh to work okay mm-hmm. that's yeah. neat yeah. and that's where they met and um Cheryl ended up kind of following Mark back to Wisconsin and she got an apartment and worked as a waitress in a restaurant in the lacrosse area and um Tim's mom and dad were in that area by that time so I see <clears throat> um so but her family came from Michigan for the wedding okay so it was it was a big wedding we had i think over 300 guests wow. you know between four families right and uh there was one lady that came who is in all of the wedding pictures that was not invited. <laughs> oh, no. But she was Snoopy because she wanted to see this double wedding. And right. she was in every single picture <laughs> of the couples walking down the aisle. Are you serious? Yeah. 
and there is no way to cut her out. Was she from that area? Yeah, she went to that church, and, and one of, her, her daughter was in my class. And <laughs> that's funny. Picture technology now, they can just, yeah. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, she would disappear. <laughs> but that's funny. Um, yeah, we had um, Kentucky Fried Chicken oh, catered great. our awesome. wedding. Our uh, a guy we knew from Cataract, he his parents were friends with my right. grandparents, and you know, and he had bought a Kentucky Fried Chicken franchise and was just getting into catering and. So and my that's mom, great. my mom made the wedding cake. Really, that's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Yeah, and we had the reception in the church hall, and we used um, uh, cray paper streamers on the top of the tables. To, that's all we have for decorations, girls. Dollar <laughs> fifty a roll. <laughs> we had napkins with our names engraved on it and that was the extent of our wedding reception stuff and it was very lovely you know, i was always amazed i uh, for a period of time worked for lynx corp and we owned and operated golf courses and at one point in time when i first started with them i was the general manager of one of the private clubs that we had just purchased and uh, so we did a lot of weddings and mm-hmm. things like that and i was always stunned at how yeah. much folks would spend so funny, I actually had a gentleman sit with me, he and his daughter, in my office, and he looked at her and he said, I will write you a check for $75,000, or we can do this wedding. What would you prefer? And she took the wedding. She took the wedding. Yeah. It was amazing. And that was that was 20 years yeah. ago. It was pretty amazing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, ours didn't cost that much. <laughs> yeah, nor nor did. Nor our daughters either. No, yeah, no, no, us as well. No. Believe me. So um, we had our we had our reception combined with Mark and Cheryl, and you know, and then um, my family wanted a dance, um, so we rented the golf course in Sparta, and our group went to the golf course, and we had a dance that night. And neat band mm-hmm. or DJ. We had a band. Mm-hmm. Great. Yep. They sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're not listening. Oh, they wouldn't remember us. <laughs> Don't say their name. No, Don't say their name. <laughs> they, they were so off tune that night. If they were That's listening, they probably couldn't hear because they were so tall. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Was it, were, they, were they folks you knew or did you just no, know of the we band? Had, oh. We had, Dee Dee and I had kind of went bar hopping and yeah. looking for bands. And, yeah. went and, listen, and the night we listened to them, they were great. Of course. And we all, booked them. and all the VFW and stuff back then, they all had bands. Right. Mm-hmm. Old, yeah. Old, little joint. Yeah. Yeah. Most of them weren't good, but yeah. They had a bad night the night they played for us. <laughs> oh, but, you know, they had a good great. time and, you know... And then um, we uh, stayed at the Radisson Inn in La Crosse. And because of some shenanigans that my husband pulled on his sister's wedding night, um, payback happened oh. on ours. <laughs> what, what happened? Oh, so we get to the Radisson and... It was overlooking the uh, Mississippi River in La Crosse. Beautiful. Yeah. 
um, somehow somebody found out where we were staying. And so when we got to our room, and by this time it's like 3 o'clock in the morning because we stayed at our dance till 1, you know. Yeah, and we had a key problem. Yep, the keys were... Uh, we didn't have the right keys because we were taking my mom and dad's car and we didn't have the right keys and they were at my aunt's house and her house was locked and it was a whole big thing. So it was like 3 o'clock in the morning before we got to the hotel. Oh, wow. And when we came in, they had um, allowed his brother-in-law to take a 10-pound bag of flour oh, and no. throw it all over our bed in oh, our bathtub. Oh, my gosh. It was trash. Oh, my gosh. And so we couldn't sleep in there. And right. And we got a room overlooking asphalt. <laughs> the parking lot. The parking lot. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So that was that. And then um, we went to <laughs> his parents' house. And Mark and Cheryl went to his parents' house, and we stayed there a couple days because Grandpa and Grandma were still there. And wouldn't it be nice to spend time with Grandpa and Grandma? Okay, that's enough information. (laughs) Yeah. So two newlywed couples. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Um, So we stayed there a couple days, and Mark and Cheryl, um, they were heading to Texas. Mm-hmm. for their new life and we had um then driven back to cataract and packed up my stuff and the wedding gifts and all that and blessed him's heart i mean i had no idea i'd lived in the same house you know when from the week of joy to the week of sorrow <laughs> <laughs> and he was like Rhonda, we got to pack i'm like yeah yeah just throw it in you know and he's like no we have to pack this we have to wrap it i need newspaper i need boxes i had not a clue right and uh we had been given a couple pieces of furniture from his mom and um and then the night came that we were leaving and the trailer was hooked up to the truck and um my mom had invited my grandparents both sets of my grandparents and oh I, the, I went from a girl who could not wait to leave, you know, and get oh. married and be on my own and how exciting I'm going to live in California to having to say goodbye. Yeah, that's always tough. And <clears throat> it was hard. So we we did it. We got in the truck and <laughs> driving a three-speed I'm sitting in the... It was a bench seat then because bench seats were still there. I don't know if they sell trucks with bench seats oh, yeah, anymore. Uh, anyway. I think you... Maybe the base model. I think you probably can. I'm sitting squeezed into him. I ball. It's an hour drive to his parents' house because they live the direction we're heading, so we have to go past their house again, and we're going to spend that, that first night there. And uh, I ball the whole way. Oh. Yeah. And so he's got one arm around me, and then he's got to take it and shift (laughs) and put the arm back around me. Yeah, it was hard. So we, you know, we got there and spent the night, and then we were on our way to California. And and then we're good. How long did the trip take? Four 12-hour days. Wow. It was a long trip. Did you do any sightseeing at all, or was it just like... Did you have to report at a certain time? or We stopped at Salt Lake City and yeah. stood around the lake and looked at the lake, and that was it. 
Yeah, I've had two, I think I had two weeks of vacation or leave. And mm -hmm. so we had to, you know, a week at the wedding and a, another day, and then I had, we had to get back. You know? Right. And, and the weather was not particularly good. Mm -hmm. It was still March. Yeah. Right. You know? We were in a snowstorm. We spent the night in Kearney, Nebraska, and woke up, and it was a snowstorm. And wow. But um, we got to California, and he had already found our apartment, which was a, a Victorian that was had two homes in it, you know, side by side. And, right. Um, it was just, it was so cool, you know. Was, you weren't on base, though. You were oh, no. In, yeah. We lived in town in Alameda, 2138 Buena Vista Avenue. You still remember that. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And he had bought some furniture. He had bought a couch, and um, we didn't have a bed. We were going to buy that with our wedding money. Um, so I guess we just slept on the hard floor. We didn't even have a air mattress or anything. Um, but it was neat. It was a, it was a walk. You walked up a big flight of porch stairs and into the front, and you were in the living room, and it had a bay window, and. You had to go to the living room to go to, go to the bedroom, and you had to go through the bedroom to go to the dining room, and you had to go through the dining room to get to really? the kitchen. Really? And the kitchen was just this little teeny tiny Yeah, like a little kitchen. galley. Mm -hmm. Wow. And then that opened up into the backyard, um, and our neighbors, the owners of the house were Jack and Shirley. and They were your neighbors? Mm-hmm. They, uh, yeah. they lived on so the other they, side. They made it into a duplex. The, 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 they basically took the Victorian the, uh, the and... Just halved it. Halved it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they had half, we had half. And oh, that's cool. Yeah. It was really neat. And he was he was this old California guy that um, always was gardening and had beautiful flowers and would stand outside with no shirt on, just his shorts, you know, wrinkled, tanned. Right. <laughs> and his wife, Shirley, and they were really, really sweet. How long did you live there? Um, we got there... In April, and we were moving to San Diego by October, so... Oh, wow. Just six months. Yeah, six months. Um, but then it gets good. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> so, here she is in California, and we're there. Um, well, we get a bed. We we One of our first stops is to Sears, and we get a... We buy a bedroom set, you know, mm -hmm. bed and um, dresser and chest of drawers, mattress, and um, I don't know. Tim's probably home two weeks, and then he goes out to sea. For how long? For three, For three weeks. weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was it was a long time. But his roommate, John, had married Shelly by then, and I had met her on Dependence Day. Okay. And um, she lived in Alameda. They had an apartment by the, on the bay. And uh, she kind of took me under her wing. But I had no transportation. Tim would not let me drive his truck. Even though I knew how to drive a stick, he would not let me drive, drive his truck. Because I had never driven in a city before. And right. we were in California then. But I had a bike. So I had my 10-speed, and I rode my 10-speed. And if... I guess Shelly must have driven me places, but she was she was a good sport, you know. She we had some really good times together, and I had our, my dad's cousin had um, videotaped our wedding, and it came in the mail while Tim was gone. Oh, 
Right. So I get a VHS tape, but I don't have a VHS player. Oh. I have no way to play it, and I want to play it so bad. I want to see it so bad. So I ride my bike down to, I guess it was downtown Alameda. It was uh, the main place at that time that had stores, and I knew there was a place that rented um, VHS players. Right. So I go down and I rent myself a VHS player and I'm going to carry it on my bike. Oh my gosh. And the owner of the store, whoever realized that I was putting it on my bike and he said, I'll drive you home. Nice. (laughs) Ah. Uh So he drove me home. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Be careful with that. That's funny. <laughs> told me how to hook it up. I don't think he came in, but yeah. I, I, he told me, I'm pretty sure he told me how to hook it up. Yeah, so that's one of my wild stories. That's um, funny. So then Shelly and I did a lot of stuff together, and um, she was just, she just was a sweetheart. And um, we, Shelly was way more into the, um, Navy etiquette and the, what it means to really be an officer's wife and, you know, the, the hierarchy and, you know, the lesser of the officers and the higher of them and how you rank as a wife of one of these people. I hadn't a clue. Right. I hadn't a clue. All I knew was officer and a gentleman. I knew Tim was an officer. I knew they had been enlisted, but... I, did, I had no idea what the difference was in these things. I knew that when we went through the gate on the base, we got saluted because we had a blue sticker on our on our windshield. The red stickers didn't get a salute, but we did. But I didn't, I couldn't comprehend. I had no idea what that all meant. Right. But Shelly was into it. And back then, it was still a pretty big thing that um, the senior officer wives were... I wouldn't say treated as royalty, but they they were important, you know. Mm-hmm. And the Enterprise, because it was so big, the wardroom of officers was how many? 200? And Captain Lushner, who was the, the CEO of the Enterprise, his wife hosted a, um, they were called... Um, officer wives clubs and we had one for the enterprise and so she hosted one at her home and Shelly was like oh, we have to go Rhonda we have to go we're, we've, we've got to go and back then they were still doing calling cards where um, officers would have trays by their front door and then you could put in your card like your name and rank and you know it was a calling card like you were here I didn't have one of those, you know. And, right. and Shelly was like, do you think we should get a calling card? I don't even know what a calling card is. <laughs> you know, but Shelly was in the know on all of this stuff. And um, so we, she's excited. We're going to go. She's going to pick me up, and we're all supposed to bring a dish to pass. Well, I only knew a few things when, when, um, <laughs> when, when, uh, Oh, hush. When I was done with college, but before the wedding, my mom was so freaked out that 
Tim was marrying a girl who did not know how to do anything. So she basically hired me without pay to train me on cooking. And she had a red notebook, and I still have it. And every day, she was working full-time by then. I would get up in the morning, and I would have the instruction of what I had to do that day. If there was laundry to do, cleaning to do, what we were having for supper, step-by-step instructions, because she <laughs> did not want me, you know. Her, his mother was a good cook, and, you know. <laughs> so... I could do a few things. You know, I had my little manual, and I, I knew how to do things, and I knew how to make um, green bean casserole. So I I said, oh, I'll bring green bean casserole. And Shelley said, oh, that's a great idea, Rhonda. You know, so encouraging. And she was a home ec teacher also, you know, so that little teacher in her was there. And so she comes, and I have made my green bean casserole, you know, and I'm so proud of it. And she comes and picks me up, and I'm taking it out of the oven, and it's soup. I mean, it is just soup. And I'm like, oh, no. What? And, and Shelly's like, oh, no. She was so sweet and soft spoken Oh no! What do you? What happened? And I'm like, I don't know. I I did this and I did this and I pulled out the cans, you know, the green beans and the cream mushroom soup and my French fried onions and it sure is soupy, Rhonda. Did you did you drain the beans? Oh no! No! <laughs> I'll never forget. Oh her. no! She was so sweet. She says, "Well, it was a good idea." <laughs> But I had nothing to bring, you know. And I didn't, thank God I was so young, you know, it just, and there were so many women there that nobody knew that I didn't bring anything. And Shelly had brought something, and I'm sure it was lovely. But So we go to this uh, captain's house, and he lived on the base, and I remember everybody was just super dressed up. Well, you're like 18 years old, like 18 years old. Wow. Yeah. Well, I was 19 by then. 19, I had turned okay. 19. And, uh, you know, it's just like a fish out of water. And uh, did I they, don't... Did they accept you okay? Did, did, you, did well, you feel the, out the, of place? I didn't feel out of place. I don't think I knew to feel out of place okay. in that environment. It just felt like... I mean, there were a lot of old women there in my, right. you know, they were, Shelly was Tim's age, so, you know, she was 26, 27, and then everybody, and we were junior officers, so families, and so everybody else was probably 30s to 40s. Right. Captain Lushner was probably 45 or 50, right? 40s. So... You know, and his wife was lovely, and, you know, everybody was lovely, but I was just this young. I probably wore, I had a jean skirt, I probably wore that, you know. Right. Uh, But anyway, it was was very nice, and it was an experience I remember, and... um, did you go to more to the, did you look forward to going to more um, That was the only one I ever went to. Um, I don't know if there were more, um... I don't. I don't know. Maybe there was a big change of 
wardroom guys and they had it for the white i don't i don't know i don't ever re- i don't remember being signaled out or you know like this is ensign wary's wife or anything it was just right. uh, gatherings so and there may have been other commands that were represented there but i think it was just enterprise wives okay so um we had i i did get a little job i was i helped a lady who had a daycare um and rode my bike to that and hmm. You know, but mainly it was just kind of waiting for the ship to come back, and right. we had a number that we could call when the day that the ship was coming back, and it would tell us the time that it would come under the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh, wow! So then we knew that we could go when we could go to the pier, and the and the ship would be there, locked, um, tied up. I think it was probably about an hour from. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but we would go early because you know it was within sight by then to the pier, pier, and you could watch it, and you know that was always such a neat experience, you know, because yeah, there'd be families and kids, you know, looking for their dads, and you know that was. Do you guys did you guys go on board or did they come down to you with the families and the kids and all um, when they came into port? I think usually the guys got dismissed and. They would meet the families, and like if Tim had duty, then I would be able to go on board. Okay. Um, pretty much, I don't remember him really ever coming off the ship when they came in. He, I think most of the time I got to go on board. I see. Well, this is probably a good place to stop for the day. Please catch the Whence We Came Project podcast on the Stonecom website or on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast as well as on Sundays from 2 to 3 on 94.1 Radio. And remember, everyone has a story. You just have to ask.